0: Reading of a divine scroll dictated by the divine eternal father to his emissary, Alpha and Omega. Divine origin of the divine father Jehovah, his divine and eternal creation, the divine ball of purifying fire the Divine Father and the Eternal Succession of the Numbers, the number 318 of the Divine Justice. Yes, little son, this celestial drawing is what gets closer to my divine free will. For being their relativity in matter as well as in spirit, my divine free will is in them. For I am everywhere, I am infinitely expansive and contractile. I am everywhere and in the most microscopic. In the human evolution, what is most microscopic are their own ideas. They let themselves be felt but not seen. I am also in them. I am in their own relativity and I am in their free wills. I am in the 318 living virtues of the human spirit. I am up above and down below. I am in matter and in the spirit. I am in life and death. I am in the everything above everything. I am in what is thought and what is not thought, in what is imagined and what is not imagined. My divine essence is a divine fire, a fire which all the universe has come out of. The universe is a microscopic variation of my divine fire. All of you have my divine inheritance. All of you have temperature. You have electricity in your bodies, creatures, and planets. There is nothing that has not got a sign of fire, the suns and the microbes, all the thinking expansive universe, and so shall it be for all eternity. The living eternity is also fire which has unprecedented vibrations to the human understanding. Fire has hierarchies too, degrees of purity, just as the individualities who are also of fire. And every spirit shines like the fire of a ruby. They shine like a microscopic sun, All of them are electrical, being flesh the exterior cover of the radiant source. Flesh is also fire. It is an abstract and living product of the solar fire. By saying abstract, I mean temporary, for flesh accompanies the spirit only for its journey to life. It is an alliance in which they depart together to gain experience to the life of the planets. Both do it with first-hand knowledge. Both promise in the kingdom of heavens to fulfill the divine commandments. Both belong to the living universe. Both try one of the infinite forms of life that exist in the universe whose number shall never be calculated by the creatures. Only the Eternal Father knows it. The matter that surrounds man is not and shall not be the only one. Each formed world is of a different matter. Its salt is another one. Salt means the coming out of this or that solar philosophy that they had. Outward journey means spirituality in a galactic journey. The human body turns back again into what it had previously been. A magnetic essence of the Ohm universe. Magnetism is the Ohm matter. Both are from the eternal fire. The human life feels pain and joy. Both are also magnetism. As all its virtues are, they are nature's power. Temporarily enclosed in a body. Once a body is left, all the virtues look for their own infinity where they were from. Before joining the spirit, just as the suns join the worlds, so do the virtues join as spirit too. What is up above is the same as down below. The spirits are microscopic suns. They have brightness in their relative proportion. They are known in the Kingdom of Heavens as Spirit Sons. Sons that are just starting. They still are so microscopic that even their owners do not see their own brightness. The human spirit is formed according to its own intentions. If it does not advance according to the commandments, it remains as a backward spirit, in respect to the time that it lives in the universe. A living time that started in the own suns, for it came out of there. It came out of a greater fire, and it shall also become a brilliant son of wisdom. It shall be back the same inheritance that was given to it. This teaches that all the universe is an infinite hierarchy and everything is measured with the knowledge achieved by each one. This infinite hierarchy is so infinite that no everybody knows each other. A world stops existing with a marvelous science and that world disappears from space without having been known by the rest. And they are colossal worlds, which, because of their sizes, would fill the human creature with terror. For one molecule of those worlds is infinitely bigger than the Earth. Likewise, the Earth that you inhabit is unknown in the infinity, and even more, they do not give you the slightest importance. These creatures know that you are a planet dust, just as they were many suns before. They were very little and humble to become greater in the kingdom of heavens. It is the so-called galactic indifference, where the most abysmal living creatures and philosophies are mingled where the impossible exists in an infinite degree. They are worlds whose heavens are open and communicate among them, just as the earth was at the beginning, just as the paradise that Adam and Eve knew, the first human couple. The silver ships arrived there, those that you call flying saucers, In these worlds, they have other more evolved concepts. They stopped being creatures of flesh many sons ago. Ambition does not exist in them. Typical of the creatures of flesh. Nor they have sentimentalism, for they have it already undergone. That is why they understand the rest of the creatures of space. They are indifferent and loving, they do not have the human temperature, they do not have interests, they are common in their laws, they do not know death, but they have experienced it. When they were creatures of flesh, they know it and they know that it is a transformation that the spirits undergo. For them, the spirits are sons of the microcosm. They are sons that in the future eternity shall become just like them. They are creatures that have been born a greater number of times than the human creature. For they are infinitely older. For the Divine Father's creation has neither a beginning nor an end. but Each child has a beginning and a destiny. Within the beginning which is the father are the relative beginnings of worlds and creatures. All the beginnings try to reach the father's beginning. From the very instant in which the divine father said, let there be light and the light was made. It was one of the infinite times that he said so. He always pronounces divine words when he orders the solar luminaries to get expanded and create. The solar creation is a great revelation for the world. It explains the origin of all things, of matter as well as of the spirit. It explains the origin of the Divine Father's living universe. It is the Alpha and Omega of every knowledge. For everything it knows came out of the own universe. It came out by order of the kingdom of heavens, which at the same time came out of the same principle that the earth and its creatures came out of. What is up above is the same as down below. My divine free will has gone through what you are just going through and what you shall go through. I am what you are and what you will be. And I was so in such a degree as your own minds can imagine. Everything you feel was felt by the Father. There is reason why it was taught that your Creator was infinite. An infinity that one existence is not enough to understand it. That is why it was written, one has to be born again to see the kingdom of God. Every number has my divine creative inheritance. Not only the terrestrial number, but all the numbers of all the worlds, of those that were and will be. Every number is a living one. Every number accompanies an individuality son. It accompanies a mind. Every number is expansive. Every number came out of the father and it returns to the father. Every number, when joining a mind, requests a new destiny. Every number has a free will, just as the Spirit has. Every number chooses its numeral destiny freely. Every number is a microscopic creator of numerical universes. Every number is a numerical philosophy. Every number is a creator of spirits, every number is matter and spirit, every number has a numerical hierarchy, every number knows its creator, every number has a solar innocence, every number has its little lamb of God, every number judges, every number has a divine rod, Every number came out of a numeral trinity. Every number assists every living creation in the kingdom of heavens. Every number reincarnates. Every number has its final judgment. Every number undergoes trials in the terrestrial life. Every number has its divine commandments. Every number has its holy scriptures. Every number is relative. Every number has an inheritance. Every number directs a thinking. Every number knows the flesh formation. Every terrestrial number knows and distinguishes good and evil. Every number is part of the everything above everything. Every number is up above and is down below. Every number has a virtue. Every human number has 318 virtues. Every number participates in final judgments. Every number has feelings. Every number has humility and repentance. Every number is revolutionary. Every science makes use of them. Every number creates sciences. Every number is mundane and spiritual. Every number forms galaxies of calculation. Every number uses the divine rod in its actions. Every number has sensibility. Every number participates in the judgment of every spirit. They calculated the little pores and ideas of an incarnated spirit. Every number is a judge that waits for mandates. Every number has its own kingdom of heavens. It has its own philosophical reign. Every virtue also has its own reign. The kingdom of heavens is infinite. The heavens have no limits, nor will they ever have it. The Kingdom of Heavens is the macrocosm in its utmost expression. All the beings while thinking are generating germs of heavens. Each virtue that is within the thinking has got its heaven. Each emanated idea has its heaven. The Divine Father has the infinite numbering. This infinite numbering is just a microscopic part of His divine free will. He has other infinite calculations, which due to their eternity stop being numerals. They are solar calculations. They are calculations which correspond to intelligence unknown to the rest of the universe. They are the divine solar lambs, who have the same power of the Creator. It is a divine trinity in the trinity. It is the primogenitor in the trinity of the Father. There is no living power that surpasses the divine lamb of God. It is the own divine innocence of the divine father Jehovah. The divine little lamb multiplies itself in an unknown number to the rest of the universe. Not even all the intelligences together will be able to calculate the divine vibrations in which the Lamb of God develops itself, nor shall it ever happen. The expansion of the universe is a product of the Father's inheritance. The universe exists because he wants it to exist. He wants everybody to be like him, who knowing the laws of evolution by evolution, become just like the Father, builder of colossal worlds, not just those microscopic worlds in which their creatures are, but in worlds whose sizes would not allow any of them to fit in all the known universe. Worlds that if they were visited by the human creatures would fill them with dread, for their inhabitants would not see them. And, if they did, they would not pay them any attention. It would be the same indifference that the human being feels for a little ant. Even more, those creatures could step on them. And they would not even notice that they killed the creatures who came from a very remote life system. Who came from a planet dust called Earth. This has happened and still takes place. They are other planetary stories, and they have been happening before your planet dust was born. Numbers follow each other as the worlds do. In the kingdom of heavens of the numbers, the calculating philosophy exists, such an old philosophy as the own universe. Its divine inheritance is in everybody, there is no one that has not got a measurement. Everybody has a numeral calculation. Creatures and worlds, what is up above and down below, macrocosm and microcosm, visible and invisible, light and darkness, microbes and suns. Even the divine creator makes use of numeral calculations, being him their creator. He makes divine alliances with the living numbers. He does not violate their free wills, as he would not like others to violate his That is why it was written, do not do to others what you would not like others to do to you. This warning refers to each one's free will. The living free wills accuse in the kingdom of heavens. They accuse when they have been violated. Being in the Divine Fathers dwelling, all the memories of their experiences come to their minds and they are the first ones to be heard by the Divine Father. The free wills is an innocence that tries a determined philosophy. Before going out of the Kingdom of Heavens, every free will promises to respect the other free wills and everyone promises very much respect to each other. Many parables have as a purpose to teach the free will, and every teaching of my holy scriptures were made with a psychology of trial, which is even in the own interpretation of my mandates. There is therefore trials in the intelligentsia and trials in the everyday life, trials in the spirit and trials in the flesh visible trials and invisible trials. Every human thinking has a constant of difficulty, even in the earthly happiness, for happiness is also trialed, being the most common fault of happiness, the lack of thankfulness to the Creator of every living happiness the oblivion of the one who gave you happiness, of the one who gave you the breath of life, the one who gave you a destiny. We can deduct from this that every human happiness forcefully ends up in a crying and gnashing of teeth. The earthly happiness does not give you eternity. It is a mundane award of which uh, one has to render account, as one shall render account of each act done in life. For each act of your minds also requested to be trialed in life. Nobody is less before the Father, not even the most microscopic act. Everything is living in the kingdom of heavens, everything is life, a life that you are far to understand, for a temporary oblivion was put on your past. But you make this oblivion to be more profound, because your own earthly comfort, some holy scriptures were left for you, but you do not interiorize them. There is just a handful of children who search. He who searches shall find, says my divine word. I have allowed the holy scriptures to arrive to your so-called modern times. I have allowed you to have them at hand. And you still, skeptical humanity, persist in a voluntary ignorance. My divine Solar Sun sacrificed his life to explain to you what this eternal life was all about, which is out of the earth. My divine son would have taught you a lot, but you killed him. You truncated your own eternities. It is more worthy a creature who has not stained his hands with innocent blood, than for one who did stain them with sinner blood. And even so, nobody should stain his hands with blood, for my divine commandment mandates not to kill. The first interpretation does not correspond to this world. It is of a more evolved world than the earth, but which is still is within imperfection. It is just an example for the human knowledge. My divine purifying fireball has all the numerical powers that your mind can imagine. My divine fire that raises everything is like your microscopic mind, which you know very well that it is a whitish fire, which many searching children call mental phosphorus and it could not have been any other way for i have created everything and everything carries my divine inheritance what is up above is the same as down below in their very beginnings the suns are mental living fires just as your minds are They have free will and individuality just as you have. What is up above is the same as down below. They fulfill laws too. They give birth to the worlds, among other infinite obligations. And they receive orders from the kingdom of heavens. They float in space as you float on your microscopic planet. We shall write what happens in the remote suns in future scrolls. It is a divine story that has no end. For to start telling the story lived by a sun, one has to start when the sun was a baby sun, which means a spirit sun, starting by its first births or reincarnations. It is the same. In its first initial steps, when it started being a microbe in a remote world, a world which, because of its antiquity, is not in the space anymore. For even the worlds age and die, just as the creatures do. What is up above is the same as down below. The suns have always fascinated the creatures of the planets. They are mistaken for their own creator. This has given birth more than anything to the birth of the material adoration. An adoration that had its epochs of glory. They were laws that were requested by the spirits of the past. They were shown the backwardness that this would bring along, but they insisted. They insisted in knowing the unknown. They insisted in the cause of their causes, in the cause of their own destinies, and everything was concealed to them. To request in the kingdom of heavens has an eternal meaning for the one who requests. To request there is to request to know new lives, new worlds, new philosophies, new heavens, new laws. In other words, it is to be born again to get closer to the kingdom of God. This means that the heavens are relative, and their creatures who inhabit them know it and they want to conquer higher hierarchies of the heavens. These creatures know that the highest thing that exists in the universe is the divine father's dwelling. And they know that to get closer to him is only attained by wisdom, by knowledge, by work, and there is no other law for it. Everything else is vanity, derived from the trials and their imperfections. All the rest is a temporary illusion, ephemeral, which belong to the worlds. And they are called mundane, for one enjoys them while one is on a planet. Every terrestrial glory turns into oblivion. Only the divine doctrines are immortal. They make the course of the own evolution change. All the planets receive the visit of the divinity, for the divinity is responsible for his creations. My divine firstborn solar son was and is a solar parent. This term should not be mistaken for Father Jehovah. Everywhere there are parents of their own inheritances, so it is that um, on the earth are the terrestrial parents who are not mistaken for the eternal father. What is up above is the same as down below. The divine father is infinite and the parents of the earth finite. Every parent has his philosophy. It is like saying that every terrestrial parent has his own thinking. Whatever his thinking is, he does not stop from being a father. This means that each creature is responsible for an inheritance, is responsible for a reincarnation, for by getting married, one is responsible for making one soul flesh. This divine revelation shall shatter the great world where the greatest immoralities are seen, where for a handful of gold the divine law of matrimony is stamped on. Woe betide you love, scandalous beings, Woe betide those who, because of a simple whim, tried flesh! It would have been better for you not to have been born. None of you demons of scandal shall enter the kingdom of heavens. You shall curse each other. You shall curse having met each other. The crying and gnashing of teeth is yours. Nobody ordered you to scandalize. You had a free will. Divine Father, what punishment awaits the love scandalous beings? I will tell you, my little son, they will have to pay second by second for the time that the scandal lasted and for the time of misfortune provoked in their children. This time extends itself because of its influence up to the third generation. Therefore, rich of the art, you shall not be able to carry the little lamb of silver on you, a symbol of innocence, a symbol of the spiritual humility. I verily say unto you that no scandalous being shall carry it, For no scandalous one shall be resurrected to a child of 12 years old, in the year 2001. He who does it, pays for it. Why do my humble children who are exploited by the human ambition, not fall into these violations? You, who have great fortunes and boast about it, shall not have the long yearned eternity. You shall follow dust. You shall curse the damned money so much. You requested it so in the kingdom of heavens, and so was it conceded to you. You had a free will in the request. Just as in all the human requests, nobody should complain. Life was given for you to gain in morality and not in immorality. This is why the divine commandments were given to you. Divine mandates for everybody, for everybody requested to try the human life. There is no exception here. Just as in the law of death, everybody has to fulfill them. Between each one's destiny and the divine commandments exist, the Alpha and Omega of every destiny. Human life was chosen in free will by all of you. Nobody was forced to come to know this kind of life. All of you were illustrated in the kingdom of heavens. All of you saw your own future difficulties and all of you promised to fulfill them to the last breath. Even the oblivion of the past was approved by your free wills. Therefore, the final judgment is also part of your acknowledgement. You got into divine covenants with the divine cherubs of the final judgments. They are the same divine creatures who shall resurrect you into new flesh, a flesh that is not by procreation. It is a flesh that comes out of the solar magnetism, a flesh that has a divine alliance with eternity, an immortal flesh, a flesh that corresponds to the second birth, to the second time and to the second heaven. My divine solar son Christ said so, I am the life and I am the death. He meant, I can replace your mortal flesh into immortal flesh. For everything came out of me. What is of my father is also of the son. My divine father is in me and I in him. My father and I make one soul flesh, one soul spirit, one soul living mandate. My father and I form the thinking communism of the Supreme Trinity. All that and something else did my divine song want to tell you in that immortal parable, immortal in the past and immortal in the present and future. For the divine scriptures acquire a new dimension in the human knowledge with the science of the Lamb of God. The last chapter is closed on this microscopic planet called Earth. My divine son also wanted to tell you this when he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He meant, I start every truth with a doctrine and finish it with a doctrine. For every doctrine is a living word which came out of my divine father, a living God. For some reason, my divine father said, Let there be light, and there was light, also living words. The living universes were born because of them, and you are one of those living essences. Yes, children of the Earth, many things did my Solar son want to tell you, but you killed him. I do not blame you, but your parents who were before you. The fault falls on those who plotted his death, and not on any race. It is the Divine Father who judges, and not men, who do not fulfil with honesty even their own terrestrial justice, a temporary justice done with a demoniac calculation for they do not take my humble children into account. Just because they do not have enough money, not a single stone shall be left standing of such a justice's dwelling, which means that there shall not remain a single inheritance of it. My divine purifying fire is in everyone, for you have innocence. Your duty in life was to have kept such an innocence intact. No matter what doctrine you chose as a destiny, to keep this innocence within the temptations of life is a supreme goal of your spirit. You promised so in the kingdom of heavens. All your thinking is weighed in the divine justice not a single thought you had in life remains out of this divine justice. You also requested it so. And you also requested that one part of the divine justice were done on the own earth. That is why many are punished by themselves. Others are awarded by themselves. They are pending awards from the past. What does not take place in one existence, takes place in another. If a fault is not punished or a debt is not paid in one existence, the law is fulfilled in another one. That is the only reason of the infinite variety of destinies that are seen on Earth. It has always been that way. Since the beginning of the world, even Adam and Eve also fulfilled this law. They had many pending destiny laws. The fall into disobedience of their part was not the first one, nor shall it be the last one. It is a whole galactic history, which the world will know for the first time now. I only Let you know about Adam and Eve, what was convenient to be known for them. One should not forget that philosophy of the earth is a philosophy of trials. They are not to know everything. If they knew everything in the time of trials, this philosophy requested by the human spirit would get distorted. There are many human beings who criticize how the Divine Father did things, and they even become rebellious. They are ignorant spirits attached to a present and its comfort. They want to mold the universe to their whim. These spirits of ignorance do not know that for them to be living unprecedented things took place, that there was a colossal sacrifice on the living virtues part, that the universe moved and is still moving. These ignorant and ungrateful spirits do not know that just as there are human mothers, also exist solar mothers, creators of spirits. What is up above is the same as down below. When they get to know it and see it, they shall beat their breasts in the midst of a crying and gnashing of teeth. Everything that was created had a beginning, and every beginning costs. Nothing is easy in the universe. There are life births in heaven and there are live births on earth. The law of creation is universal up above as well as down below. It is the same for everyone. The variety of destinies is created by each one. They have conscience of it. In the return journey to the real life, which is the eternal one, every spirit sees with astonishment and shame that beyond the human life there is an abysmal activity, an activity that is between world and world, between sun and sun, and if he is an illustrated spirit, he sees and understands the mission of my divine firstborn son. There he understands his divine message whose doctrine referred to what his spiritual eyes are seeing. The eternity taught and announced by my Divine Son is shown to everybody in the same way. Believers or not believers The Spirit makes the return journey by the same way he used when he reincarnated in a human baby. The same thing happens with the first spirits, with the spirits who requested to try a living philosophy in other families, and which you call animals. But I should tell you that many of them were human creatures in remote worlds, but they did not know the philosophy they are living. In virtue of their free wills, they requested, and it was conceded to them. There is everything in the Lord's flock. And that everything has no limits. Nothing is impossible to the creator of your lives. Just as he created you, he also created the thinking expansive universe. Before he created you, to negate his divine existence is to negate your own one. Written by... Alpha and Omega. We are sharing the new revelation, the celestial science of the Divine Lamb of God.